Hi guys, this is Paula and I pray and I want to give you part two of uh, where I was talking about the beauty of holiness and free will. So you need to listen to the first part of it to understand uh, the things that I cited regarding damnable heresies that are floating around the church and our early church fathers and what they taught. But the first part of my message had to do with... um, dedicating yourself to the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And I mentioned that some people may not think that they're very beautiful. (laughs) But in God's sight, when you are clothed with the beauty of the Lord and you come under his protection and his um, love and his beauty, you are beautiful. You're clothed with his beauty. Amen. So, um, That's a consecration when you dedicate and you take that sacred vow before the Lord as a believer. um, You want to know that that you are beautiful in the Lord. And um, the verse that I based that that on with this beauty and this consecration was uh, Psalms one nine or excuse me one ten three, and. you know, before we accepted the Lord and became believers, we were deformed. We weren't spiritually beautiful or holy yet. But the Lord calls us into that place of intimacy and beauty with Him. Uh, and that's the point I wanted to make, the beauty of the Lord. Um, but also, um, I wanted to talk a lot about um, the various teachings that people have fallen into just through ignorance of the Word of God. They don't know. Some people just don't know. And so I'm, I'm very concerned about that. And I wanted, to, I wanted to pray for everyone on this podcast that they would walk in the beauty of the Lord for 2019. And this is kind of a, a prayer that I'm getting from the Lord for you. And um, it's it's a, it's amazing. It's amazing to me that um, again, so many people have fallen into um, not understanding God's word, and then they get into these different streams of beliefs, and they don't really know um, that these things that they believe are like cults. And when you study the lives of the men that they're following, you know that this is incorrect. And so God's God's not about predestination. He's not about um, some few people are saved and others can't get saved. He's not about that. He's about saving us all, okay? And it says that he wishes that none should perish and all should come to everlasting life through his one and only son. He didn't come all the way uh, and go through all the trouble of redeeming us um, on the cross and buy and buying us back really from sin and death and then say, well, just a, for a few elected people are saved. And I, I, I know, you know, it's, and again, it's twisted, uh, it's twisted because it's confusing and God doesn't bring confusion ever. So what happens is people are confused about their doctrines. And the next thing you know, you know, you have what's called you know, the 21st century now, you have this hyper grace movement where people are, you know, preaching um, about grace, which is we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. But then it's like everything is sort of, I call cheap grace, 
where, you know, basically you can just do just about anything. And there used to be a term years ago when I was growing up called once saved, always saved. And out of that came that idea. Um, And then as if you could not sin and commit any sin after you got saved. And so that is, that's actually false teaching as well. So there's a lot of these doctrines that have snuck into very good people that are well-meaning. They could be evangelical Christians. and But yet these persuasions, these I call streams of belief, have gotten in. And they are very, very dangerous, actually. So you don't do a lot for God. You're not much worth <laughs> good on the earth, and you're not, you're not leading anyone to Christ. Believe me, Satan knew exactly what he was doing when he brought these heresies in because it kind of leaves you, well, what's the point of going out and witnessing? So you got these different you know, ideas of people going around saying, well, you know, and they just get lazy. And so they forget about the fact that Jesus told us to go into all the world and to be a witness, to share our testimony, that the world is lost and they need to be saved. Again, it the the, the teachings that I, I share with you um, concerning free will, that God gives us an ability to choose to love him or not to receive him, um, it's hard for people to accept. And out of that kind of teaching of that God you know, doesn't give you a free will. It's more or less, you're just destined, you know, you're picked. And so they find scriptures, they pull it out of context, and it's very confusing. But the problem is, it leaves us with a question about God. Like, you know, how 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 does he make those judgments if our whole heart isn't any, you know, I really believe that um, God he he is is able to know i understand that what we're going to do i understand that he is god and he knows the future obviously he is god so he knows the future but he still he still leaves that open door and i can prove it to you from the word of god because men of god stood before the lord and the lord showed me this he said i called uh, men of God to lead the children, uh, man of God named Moses, to lead the children of Israel out of bondage. I called this man. I called him to stand in the gap. I called him to be an intercessor for the children of Israel. And had he not needed this man, you know, to do this, he wouldn't have called him. And he also, if you check out Abraham, he actually bargained and talked to God because his his nephew Lot was in, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, but God, would you destroy the city if, and then God changed his mind. It said God relented and changed his mind. So, so again, it puts, it puts us with God in a place of humility, but also the opportunity to be a prayer, a prayer, a prayer warrior with God and to stand with him by the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit, Jesus spoke all about the Holy Spirit and who is the Spirit of God. How do you receive the Holy Spirit? You know, in John chapter 14, 15, and 16, before Jesus was offered up, he spoke about the Holy Spirit. Who is this Holy Spirit? He said, I'm going to go away to my Father, but I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you the Comforter. And the word for that is counselor, intercessor, strengthener, standby. He doesn't do the work for you, but he comes to help you 
He comes to help us. And the Bible says in Acts that he worked, Jesus worked with them. He worked with his early church disciples. You see, it wasn't like they didn't have a choice in the matter. You know, when a prophetic word was given to Paul, for example, he could choose whether he would go or whether he would stay. Now, he knew what God wanted through his prophets who spoke to him or prophesied to him, right? But he still had a will. He was still he was still able to choose what he wanted to do. God actually says in the word of God, choose now who you will serve. Choose, you know? Uh, so all through the Bible, you see this opportunity to choose, okay? So there is a freedom. There is a freedom in God. And it's so interesting. It is so interesting. So... I am I am totally wanting to see people understand the will of God for their lives, to know how much God loves them. He wants all men to be saved. He wants everyone to come into the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. No one is left out of this. And our job is to go and share the Lord with them. So I'm going to end this episode with just please take a look at the Word of God, the whole counsel of the Word of God. And, and back scripture up with scripture. Don't pull something out of context um, without studying it for yourself. Don't just believe it. You know, even what I'm saying, go check it out for yourselves to see if God's will isn't to save us and that we can choose whether we want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ or not. And I want to pray for you, whoever is listening to this, that we just bind any confusion in the name of Jesus, any lies that have been taught, any deception that has been received without the knowledge of the Lord's will. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you open blind eyes, that, that, that you remove the calluses and the hard heart. You soften hearts, hard hearts, Lord, and you cause the people to see the truth about you, and they will no longer believe a lie. Lord, I just pray for every single person listening that they will receive the truth and the truth will set them free. Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through you. And that, Lord, the Holy Spirit right now is the spirit of truth. I pray for revelation knowledge, for the wisdom of God, the understanding of the Holy Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, that you would convince. And, Lord, that you would um, convict of sin, the sin of rejecting Jesus, but that you would convince men and women and children to see the truth and know you, that they can be saved, they can be born again, and that you love them. For God so loved the world. You said that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever, that's who anyone believes in him, chooses to believe in him, will not perish, but have everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved. In Jesus' name, I pray there'll be clarity of heart, a teachable spirit, Father, and an openness to know the truth in Jesus' name for 2019. Be blessed, and I love you. Thank you for listening to my podcast.